Coming to you from the megacity metropolis of Toronto, this is the Cave of Solitude, your pop culture and comic book podcast. I'm your host, Eric Anthony. This is episode 335. Bada bing, bada boom. Mr. Shane Harris. How's it going, pal? It's bada bing, bada boom now. That's uh, that's the thing. That'll be our thing. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, pal? How you doing? You feeling better? I am feeling better. I'm still a little bit... I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm a little bit like gunky, but uh, uh, I'm bit. fine though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely got ill for a bit. We were supposed to record last week and I was not well enough to do it. Well, I would have sounded really gross. No, it's good. It's it's good that you got better. It's good that we got got your. Uh, I'm trying to think of your velvety voice back on the yeah. mic, even the with a little fog. bit of gunk. <laughs> It'll be. I always like listening to like uh, songs where you can tell like the rapper had a cold because it's the one time he sounds a little off. So this will be yeah. one of those episodes where it's the one where Shane had a cold. Yeah, it's like uh, that episode of Friends where Phoebe gets sick and then she sounds sexy. Yeah, she yeah. and she wants to stay sick. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I like smelly, friends. little smelly cat action. A little smell, yeah, right. Um, we're on to the deal. This is uh, this is a big one in a way because it's it's full of highlights. It's a big highlight episode that people refer to, and then when you get to like the hundredth episode and they do all the flashbacks, this is one of those ones that they have the banter back and forth between characters, but. How do you feel about the? What's the deal with the deal? What's the deal with the deal? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, this is the episode where they're they're playing around with the will they won't they get back together, Jerry and Elaine, and because mm-hmm. um, uh, Larry David said that there were they had a lot of pressure from NBC and and Warren Littlefield, the the NBC exec, who was they wanted them to get back together. Uh, and Larry David was like always against it. So this is he had an I, I think he, he had a deal with it like larry david at some point in real life had had a deal like this with uh, an ex-girlfriend and he thought it would be funny premise for the show but then i mean at the end of this episode they're they're kind of together and then it's like never mentioned again which is great because i i guess they were just like that'll satisfy the execs and then just pretend it never happened was there any intention and i don't know why i feel like when i watched the the dvds like the background or the story of seinfeld that this was intended to potentially be the end of the series just in case like they didn't know if they were going to be renewed or they didn't know if this was going to be the last one so they ended on this note well i think it's um like george in the show larry david would always he always thought they weren't coming back he just assumed and he was always happy because he didn't have any more ideas he'd say like i can't do any more of this two seasons like that's good enough um and then, uh, so I think I think that's probably what it was. He was kind of like, yeah, because this was, I mean, it's the ninth episode of the season, but it was actually produced at the end. It was originally, I guess they were planning for it to be the last episode of the season, and maybe they thought they weren't going to come back, so there'd be no more after that. So they'd end it with, ah, give them what they want, let them get together. So this was intended to be the end if they didn't know they were coming back, and I guess yeah, they it, threw it somewhere else in the mix. Yeah, it was produced at the end of the season, and for some reason, I guess I don't know how TV schedules work, but somehow it went around and they put it put this one ninth out of the season, 
and it ends on the bus boy, which this does definitely this episode feels like a more of an ending of the season. Yeah, I think it would have been better had they ended the season like this and then came back in the new season and never referred to it. Or if they did just slyly. I don't know uh, if that would have lost really viewers, but pardon? I don't think it really matters. I think it's like I, I personally I don't like this episode at all because it because of all of these things. I don't like it's what Larry David didn't want to do. And even like George, when they're pitching the series NBC, is like he didn't want like them being in a relationship together. They didn't want relationship humor. They didn't want to do that. Jim and Pam, will they get back together? Will they, won't they? Uh, Ross and Rachel, that type of thing. Like that, that's not what Seinfeld was. Yeah, it wasn't a romantic sitcom. Well, I think that's you... why Seinfeld's better because it's, it's, different it's not doing that that's such a cliche thing that every other show would do and they're not doing every that. show that's why they're the better show that's why seinfeld was seinfeld yeah it literally every show you could see immediately okay this show is going to be about these two eventually getting together no matter what it is yeah and i think it works if you're doing a friends or the office like it works for those shows but Big that's not what theory. seinfeld was yeah. yeah no it's true and I don't has there ever been anything like this again? I'm not sure if you can pull this off. Like it was very much the actors played such a big role. And that's what I like about this episode as we're kind of beating around the bush to get to it. I do like that a lot of the highlights of this are the banter between Jerry and Elaine. And it's over it's over Seinfeld sort of conversation of is there a way to to beat the system and what when would this have been aired 91 90 yeah this is this is may 91 so i mean this is pretty i guess for the time cutting edge stuff that was unique like there wasn't much like this that you would find on other television shows no that's yeah. why it was i think at first not didn't really pick up because people were not sure what to think of this. And then people started to realize after a while, like, Hey, this is different. This is different than other sitcoms. And it's, it's pretty interesting. All right. Should we give a synopsis? Yeah. You're, you got one. I got one. Okay. Uh, this is from IMDB just to give them the credit. Uh, Jerry and Elaine believe that they have found a foolproof way to start having sex again, yet still remain just friends, but they quickly start encountering problems. Simple. Pretty Simple. much the episode. Um, it's, I feel, uh, would you say this is Elaine's coming out party as far as like having the majority of the episode on her shoulders as a performer? Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd phrase it like that. Like um, this is definitely f featuring Elaine more than they had in the past, but um, it's still kind of just, it features Elaine more as, just the the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend, like just kind of a side character where she's not a, a full-fledged, you know, she doesn't have her own real stories yet. So this is kind of like the first of that. But it doesn't feel like, I, I wouldn't call this like Elaine's coming out party, if that means anything. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah, she's had a couple moments. The, like I, I try to be fair about it, but just thinking about those highlight reels of Jerry and Elaine moments, this is, this is one of those conversations that's up there. So do you want to get into uh, how the how it all unfolds between these two? Yeah, I think I like how they do. It's it's sort of what Seinfeld did really well, where they talk about something without saying what it is. 
Mm. Uh, so it's kind of a good little prototype for say, you know, the contest or something like that, you know, where they're, mm. they're talking about something and, um, you know, that's something that's generally not seen on, you know, network television, but they're not specifically saying what it is, but everyone kind of, it's this clever little way of everyone watching knows what they're talking about, but they're not saying these words, which is Seinfeld does that better than anyone. So I'll give it credit for that at least. But yeah, they're sitting. It opens with them sitting on the couch, Jerry and Elaine, and uh, they're flipping through the channels, um, just like all of Jerry's bits about how mm-hmm. women keep flicking. Guys, guys tend to or, or like what is it? Or guy, is it guys keep hunting and women nest or something like that? Was his joke about flipping through the channels? But he's got a lot of humor bits about that type of stuff. But uh, Elaine comes across the uh, I guess like softcore porn, mm-hmm. and then Kate they. Blue. Sp- yeah, and they start talking about uh, how they it's been a while for both of them. Yeah, they start getting a little twirly, as they say. Yeah, um, I like uh, um, apparently all the, the the executives when they were doing the show, they were talking about how they wanted them to sit closer together during the thing so it's more intimate. And Larry David was like, no, it's not supposed to be intimate. They should be sitting apart. It's more, this is a transaction. It's a deal. So like that's and I kind of I agree with him on that. I mean, it makes it better that way. Mm-hmm. Especially because you see them, they're trying to they're trying to ignore the obvious, but you can see that their interest is being generated. And then of course the fact that there's history there. I like the the way Jerry slyly is like, we did that like twenty five times. Is that the number he gives? I forget. He says 25 and then she corrects him. It's been 37. Is it 37? It's 37 times. Yeah. She was paying attention. Yeah, she adds. A, I mean, who adds a who keeps track of that? I don't know, but she did. <laughs> Jerry just gave it a round number and she was very specific. So there was. Yeah, there was definitely transaction like Larry David wanted in, in that these two had uh, very specific needs, I guess, at the moment. Um Friends with benefits was that was that something on television yet? There must no, I don't think so. No, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe there, there was, was like Cheers. Cheers. I mean, there must have been something like that on Cheers. Yeah, but I guess this is still kind of novel because it is the prototype, like you said, of talking about something without being overly specific, but also having the uh, the rules. Yeah. To put into place so what let's let you want to get into the uh the rules of how it would all break down if they were going to mix this with that this and that uh, yes. yeah that's good uh okay so what are the rules let's see do uh, i'm just pulling up the script here do you got the rules ready to go hmm. i don't have the rules ready to go i thought you would uh, for sure i do i just have the script but i i uh i'm sorry i'm ill prepared <laughs> okay so Right now, he, he calls you whenever he's inclined and vice versa. But if you do that, we might feel a certain obligation to call. Well, ne- no call the day after. After they have sex, no call the next day. Is that's it optional? Oh, it's that's no a call. rule. It's a rule. No, no call the next day. That's <laughs> Let's make it a rule. Now, the, uh, when they see each other, they retire to their separate quarters. But sometimes when people get involved with that, they feel pressured to sleep over. When that... <laughs> Is not really sleep. Sleep is separate from that. Uh, so spending the night is optional. Oh, now we're getting uh, somewhere. Yeah. And is then there's. Uh, yeah. Now we're. Yeah. And then it's. Uh, <laughs> she says, kiss goodnight. 
tough one your call uh i guess they don't yeah that, that's it really that's that's the rules kiss tonight is that's the yeah, deal. your call that's not a real rule um you know, then they go and do it i like i do like when kramer the next day and he's like you know he got, oh, the, paper? He got the paper <laughs> and he's like i haven't had a chance yet and uh then he sees elaine and and jerry's wearing his pink shirt and with it he was wearing the pink shirt with the purple dress shirt outside or the long sleeve shirt and yeah. then she's she's wearing just that yeah yeah, yeah. no it was it's it, it's such a classic scene how do you not like this episode uh, I don't know. I just feel like the characters are still not really fully realized at this point yet. And this, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like them. The, I don't like in a whole episode about, are they going to get back together? Are they not? Like, there's some funny moments. I just, overall, I don't think it's, I don't like this episode. Just the dialogue and it's so like, just as it's, you're reading it, I can envision it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, it is funny. And I do definitely like, there's, I like that it's the first of these episodes that kind of, does that that becomes a Seinfeld thing later with the the contest and I can't, I can't think of another example but I they definitely do talk about something without talking about it um, so I mean I kind of like how they do that but overall I just I mean this is not a great episode okay have do you think it could work do you think it's possible what for something like this for a deal to go down that it could work with their set of rules have you tried I've definitely had like casual, you know, friends with benefits types things, but no, it usually goes poorly where like the girl wants it to be more or something like that. Yeah, no, it doesn't really work. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's, it's, I think going back to the beginning of their conversation, it's like, it's this, that. Yeah. And a little bit of the other eventually, right? Uh, yeah, but, um, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, the whole premise of the episode, I, I do get it though. I like, I like, I find it funny when he's at her place and then, you know, they show what, how the rules are breaking down where it's like, is spending the night's optional? She's like, yeah, it's my place. So it's my option. And that's, that's, you see how the rules get missed. The, the law gets misconstrued. No, it's, it's, I love that. Uh, that's the thing as much as, and we'll get into it, but like, it's the episode that doesn't need to exist because it would not affect really anything in Seinfeld. But, there's so many moments. Like I love Tina, the Elaine's roommate. I love their apartment. First appearance, first of three appearances by Tina. Hi, Jerry. I just think uh, she's so funny. Whenever yeah, she talks yeah. about her acting class, and she's, she's so obnoxious, that, but she's she, so hilarious. She does it later too. She's got that water <laughs> bottle with the big straw that she's always sucking on. Yeah. She has it when she comes back in uh, the opposite when Elaine's getting. You're getting a vector, Elaine. <laughs> No, and then when she, uh, anyways, we'll get to it when she dates Kramer and all that good stuff. Um, So you go from them making this deal, basically sign sealed, delivered in the bedroom, and then he breaks it down to George. Uh, And again, this is great. I do like the scene with George, yeah, when he, he's like, what does he say? He's like, he's like, tells him that he slept with him. And he goes, "Uh, you know, I don't feel like it. He goes, you don't feel like it. Oh, and then they mention uh, we always talk about the superhero references. They're they're talking about uh, Aquaman at the beginning of it. Yeah, they always what's bring the up deal, a super- what's the deal with Aquaman? Can he go on land or is he just a water guy? I think I saw him on land a couple times. 
I always wonder what kind of comic book fans they are because they always bring it up. They always bring up superheroes to talk about. But if it's, I think they're they, um, they're just casual. You know, like whatever was on. They weren't comic book guys. Well, I, I guess they do read comic books in the show, but I think it's more like you know, like they watched the old Superman cartoon. Yeah, or, Super Friends or something. Yeah, they probably watched Super Friends and stuff like that. That seems to be where their Justice League knowledge comes from, or um, you know, like he mentions the Incredible Hulk. You know, so but I'm thinking they're watching. They grew up watching the like Lou Ferrigno Hulk show or something of course. like that, right? Like whatever so is kind of just on. So the the mainstream versions of these like nerdy things. I've seen them online a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you think know, that's that. great. Uh, great say, he's like, you, you invite me to have lunch. You tell me you're sub of the lane. You say you're not in the mood for details. Now you listen to me. I want details and I want them right now. I don't got a job. I got no place <laughs> to go. You're not in the mood. You get in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Classic. No, this like, scene always reminds me of uh, later when um, when Jerry sleeps with Elaine's assistant and uh, he, he, he's doing the dirty talk. You know what I'm talking about? And he yeah, says, yeah. Uh, the panties your mother laid out for you. And when he leans over to George and he whispers the dirty talk and George squeezes the ketchup <laughs> bottle, I always get these two scenes confused. They're very similar. Yeah, that's the thing is that this is at least one of those the, – the, friendship building moments with jerry and george where they do uh kiss and tell with each other yeah. that's always been kind of their their bond that they have yeah, um, of course, yeah man it's funny how adults reacted around porn on back in these times in compared to a time where it's so readily available everywhere yeah. you go such a different world we live in but it always got it always got things moving Always played yeah. a role. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. No, no, you, I don't know what I was going to say. I was just going to jump to Elaine's apartment where she gets into the paper towel fight over the her option of whether or yes. not Jerry should stay over. Yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, man, she's so good. Oh, she's great. She's still the greatest. She's so cute. She's so um, sexy. Um, I think, like, even, like, while I don't, like the premise really that much of this episode it's executed very well like she's a, she's a great yeah. actress you really believe she's this ex-girlfriend who's now in this friend's benefit and then these emotions she's um expressing is very when she's upset with jerry for leaving like I, it feels very like it's it's acted very well it's only natural right like and she executes yeah. it so well you're right yeah. yeah have you watched have you watched veep at all no i keep saying i'm going to and i and i haven't yeah, I think you would really like it just for her. She's she's yeah. fantastic in it. She's so yeah, good. Yeah, I love her. She's, she's so the funny. Best. Yeah. Um, I'd probably get into it. I mean, it uh, apparently, you know who's in it? Joel Hornick is in it. The actor. He's like one of yes. the main guys on it. He is, yes. He, he's hilarious, too. And I think the, the showrunner is actually Dave Mendel, who was a big writer on um, Seinfeld. Who he's, a, he's the comic book writer, the guy who came out with the Bizarro Jerry episode. You know, all, right. a lot of the... So that was what? Dave Mandel stuff, who's I think I think he's Veep's showrunner or like the main guy there. I think he might be. Is he the guy Dave Mandel who uh, he makes the appearance in um, the Garage episode, Big Tall Guy with the Beard? That no, him? that's uh, that's Larry Charles. Okay, I he's also one... in the he's also in the airplane. He, he's the one who stinks up the toilet, and then uh, no, Dave Mandel. I think, and I could be wrong. I think the guy who's Dave Mandel is remember in the sum of George, where George uh, he plays Froth. 
And there's no. a guy that goes that he picks up the frisbee and he goes, "Hey, we need a fourth for the back nine for frisbee golf." I think that guy is Dave Mandel. Okay, I know Larry Charles or or Dave Mand. I think it's Larry Charles. They are big collectors of uh, original comic art. Like they got some really big pieces. Yeah. Because when you brought up the Bizarro Jerry, I thought, okay, may- maybe that's the guy because of the comic reference. But anyways, um, picking a picking a birthday present. How difficult is it? Is it that hard for you, for you to pick something for your girlfriend or for a friend that's a girl? No, I think I'm I'm actually pretty good. I'm like kind of Cramery, so I, I <laughs> in the way that I get gifts, like I pay attention. I when people's birthdays or Christmas is coming up, I always pay attention to make kind of notes of little things that oh they wanted this, okay, I'll get them that for their birthday or whatever. Where yeah, Kramer does that, but Jerry doesn't pay attention when. Uh, how about you? Are you are you a good gift guy? I I think so. I think I'm a good gift guy. I always try to. I've I've ran out of stuff in in a way for gifting my wife because I've I I don't know how much bigger I can go before I break the bank. Not to say yeah. that, I've, but it's just one of those things. Like, okay, you got to be practical. What can you? What's really useful? So yeah. I try I try to give nice gifts. I try to be thoughtful. That's the thing. I try to be the Kramer, like you said, the Kramer thing. If I can't do something. Yeah grandiose how thoughtful can i be yeah but you guys been together so long too it's like your anniversary christmas birthdays like how many like you're gonna run out you're gonna run out you must get to the point where like i think last valentine's day me and jules literally just were like we need end tables for like nightstands (laughs) for our room new nightstands so we're like yeah why don't why don't we just buy those for each other you know like that that's that is what happens yeah yeah and you're like that's that's fine that's the, the romance it's really is so appreciated bad. in the weirdest way as you get older you would think like this would have sucked as a gift as a kid but now it's like yeah. oh you bought me a shelf yeah like that's wonderful i could that comes in handy um okay they're getting a gift for elaine here um <laughs> do you remember all of the problems that jerry comes up with as to why george's recommendations are no good well, jewelry is too. It's too. He's got to be very careful with jewelry. He can't. It's too romantic in a way. And George says, "I'll get jewelry," and he said, "No, whatever I get, you have to give half. You have to do half," <laughs> which always comes back. Um, and and so what get is her it? A bazooka. <laughs> so okay, what do we got? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the okay, gift. Music box. You, oh, okay. I'm gonna say what. Oh, music box is. Uh, oh, you got the script. That's that's not fair. No, no, I'm not looking at it right now. Okay. Um, but I wrote, okay, music two, box is hold on, hold on, two relationship B. Yes. How about? And then they go to the the picture of the gentleman. No, the but, next is lingerie. Two girlfriendy, too romantic. Nope. Before that is something else. Candle holders. Candle holders. Two. That's too romantic. Two. How about some lingerie? Lingerie is too too sexy, too too sexual. Yes, too sexy. How about a waffle maker? Too domestic. <laughs> How about a bust of Nelson Rockefeller? <laughs> too gubernatorial. <laughs> it always makes you laugh the word gubernatorial because it's like if you're a governor, it's like but they they say gubernatorial. So instead of like governatorial, I don't understand why. Um, I looked it up. I'm like, what does that even mean? And it just means what you said. Yeah. If you're if, like gubernatorial actions are the actions of the, the governor. 
And yeah, I was like, I, I was thinking, I was like, Rockefeller was a governor, but it's a different. I were thinking, I was thinking of John Rockefeller. Yeah, but no, that's this is Nelson Rockefeller. He was uh, Gerald Ford's vice president, and he was like the in the fifties. He was the governor of New York. That's hilarious. Yeah, I do like the uh, when they talk about the frame. Get oh, her yeah, frame. The... If she likes it, she could put in a picture of you. If not, keep this fella. Yeah, it says, and then he goes, "Nice looking fella." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, yeah, man, these scenes—they're all simple, but they're—they're they're good little banter back and forth. Yeah, I do oh. like this. I do like this. And then uh, we get to the scene with the gift. <laughs> what, what does Jerry get? I like the box too. It's such a. <laughs> She's so excited about it. I guess this is also this is ninety one. This is before I don't think gift cards for places were really a thing back then. I know in the no. like mid to late nineties when people started doing like buy a gift card for and then everyone started selling gift cards for rewards. But I think back then it was like yeah, if you weren't getting a gift, cash cash is the way to do it. Yeah, that was it. I mean, you would get you could get people. Um, what did they call them? They were gift cards, but it was there's another term for it, wasn't there? I don't know. Before gift card, maybe yeah, I guess it was just a, where you could go to HMV and somebody would buy you. I forgot what the term was. Maybe it is just simply as a gift card. I thought but, it was just a gift card. Yeah, yeah, and it was as good as cash. That was the point. And then Jerry just goes all out. And <laughs> to be fair, if there was gift cards around back then, he would have got her a gift card. It would have uh, the reaction would have been the exact same. She would have been very pissed off at. Oh yeah, because he but didn't it, get her a thoughtful gift. But it, what what was funny was the fact that it was actual cash makes the reactions and it's Julia like a bundle. Like, it's a bundle of it. <laughs> cash. You got me cash. One hundred eighty-two dollars. <laughs> what does he say? It's like nothing to sneeze at or something like that. <laughs> and then what are you course, my uncle? <laughs> and it's so important to remember, like, and I'm sure people listening to this remember, but the setup of telling george you got to get her half of whatever i do yeah i love that it <laughs> always it comes back. george why because he got her 91 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh as much as i don't care for this episode uh i reference this all the time like we were going to my friend's wife's 40th birthday party and i don't know what to get her what she likes and we were talking about that and i kept saying that i was going to give her 182 dollars cash <laughs> <laughs> was he giving her was he giving her double that no, no, no. Just me and my girlfriend were like, we don't, I don't know what she wants. Like, what do I get her a fucking gift card to? Uh, I don't know. And I was like, I'm going to give her a package with $182 in cash. In it. Hey, if I got that gift these days, I'd be like, that's not pretty bad. wicked. That's that's the, I mean, yeah, nothing in 91, that's pretty good here. Yeah. For real. <laughs> that would have been half of your rent back then, right? Wasn't Elaine's apartment going to be like $400 rent? Something like that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good little extra cash for the month. Yeah. Um, I like, I love the way she's like, let me see the card. <laughs> like, is, like, will this card fucking please save this gift? What was the card? I don't remember the card. What did it say? Uh, it says something about, um, it's like, uh, to, a, to a wonderful girl, a great pal, and more. And then she goes, a pal? You think I'm your pal? He goes, and more. It says, and more. <laughs> The best Which part is just like Jerry's just put himself in this position where he can't he's not gonna win no matter what he does. It's great. And the best part is that Kramer comes through as always to just make Jerry's life a little bit more yeah. of a pain got, in the ass. Remember she mentioned the bench? I made a mental note of it. And then, <laughs> and then his card. 
His card was wonderful. Oh, Yates. Yeah. Yates. Who I had Made to look up. And, I don't know. I don't know poets. It's uh, W.B. Yates. Oh, was... William Butler Yates. I guess he was a good poet. The poem is really nice when she reads it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, her her performance is this is is stellar, man. She's yeah. so good because she's Larry able... David said the this is the only episode that has sincere emotion in it. <laughs> That's right. He didn't want none of that touchy feely stuff throughout the show. No, Such no hugging, no learning. Point. No hugging, no Although, learning. Although I, I would argue uh, the episode the the trip when uh, Kramer's in L.A. because he's mad at Jerry about the keys. And when Kramer comes back and he, he gives him his keys back, there's it's kind of a sweet, sentimental moment. It is. That is a really nice moment. That's probably, like, the only other, like, sentimental, nice, real emotion moment. I'm sure we'll find some. I'm sure. No. no? I've made a note. I think it's just those. <laughs> Yeah, you probably have made the note to... to... Well, because I always think about, like, there's a drinking game for Full House, and they say, like, you drink every time... You watch Full House and you're drinking, and you drink every time uh, they hug. <sighs> You'll be ruined. So I always love that, like, Larry David's Seinfeld role was no no, no learning, no, no hugging, and no learning. All right. Should we get into giddy-ups, or do we got some trivia? Like, what, what do we got lined up for this one? Uh... No, I guess we just wrap up that they at the end of the thing they talk. Jerry talks about oh, maybe right. going back and canceling the deal, and she says she can't do it. It's either this, that, she wants this, that, and the other. And then uh, basically at the end of the episode, it seems like they are together. It was a good end of the episode, but it's you're right. It's not something that I would have liked the show to progress. I mean. It's better that it didn't, but it would have been interesting to see a Jerry and Elaine as a couple if they uh, just kept it if they if they didn't make it overly romantic. No, absolutely not. I disagree. I I, I don't want that. I, I don't want that for Seinfeld. That's why Seinfeld's the best. Didn't have that bullshit. Yeah, because I think Mad About You was already that relationship. Right? Yeah. That's what every other show was doing. Yeah, but it was like pals that got married. That was Mad About You. Pretty yeah. much. Right, but so, it, yeah. then if you didn't have, if they were a couple, the whole thing, you wouldn't have all these funny uh, Jerry girlfriends, funny uh, Elaine oh, boyfriends. A hundred percent. No Putty. No Wiz. No. hundred no, percent. No Hal Kitzmiller. <laughs> the Maestro. No Maestro. No Daryl, the biracial guy that we know. We're not sure if he's black or white. <laughs> oh, it's so true. No, yeah. it's no Lloyd Braun. It's a weird episode. I'm I I love it for its moments, but it is one that if really is kind of inconsequential in a way. And it's such a big episode when you think about the fact that it actually ends with them under the agreement that they're going to be together and then it's just completely ignored. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't yeah, they ignore it. So in the next episode is like the baby shower and you're like Okay, I guess they could. They don't say they're not in a relationship here. When you're like, yeah. she's asking Jared to use his apartment. I'm like, I guess they could still be dating at this point. True. Like, True. Uh, they don't works. really mention it again until the pen in episode, in season three, where he brings her to Florida and they sleep in separate right. beds. And the parents go, "Why not?" And he, he kind of goes, ah, "We tried. It didn't work." And it's the only real acknowledgement of it. True. 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 Yes. Yeah, they do bring it up in a way. Okay. Okay. Well, that's why we got you. You're the Seinfeld expert. Um, trivia. Giddy ups? Tell me what's next, Shane. 
Uh, we, when, there's not much to this episode. I didn't, I didn't do a trivia for it. We, we kind of covered everything. I think so. It's a very simple one, and it's, it's. I think that's what makes it so memorable is that it isn't overly written or there isn't a, a bunch of scene changes. It's very. Yeah. It still set. feels very, very early where it's just these yeah. linear episodes. Nothing, not much else going on. Like George doesn't have anything to do but talk to Jerry about this situation. Kramer doesn't have his own storyline. Not, not yet, anyway. Yeah, and you don't see many other characters. No. In this episode, right? Um, Some people in the background at the at the coffee shop, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, there's the, I, I do like the scene where George and him are talking about, uh, you know, if their relationship ends and then uh, if, if they yeah. ran into her five years later and she'd have, a, is it like a, with a husband? And, I, and he goes, oh, we'd have to kill him. And then George goes, oh, we'd have to go to jail. I'd have to wear that heavy denim. They slop that food on your plate. <laughs> like. Which is a funny ongoing thing because George talks about going to jail, and and there's and later in the season in the seasons that go on, George kind of talks about like like he wouldn't mind jail, like jail would be <laughs> awesome, and then uh, you know he likes it, he doesn't like it, he doesn't want to go to jail, he doesn't want to go to jail. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's the back and forth of the Jerry and Elaine to the George and Jerry scenes, it's strong stuff, man. I like it. Yeah, I'll admit I like it. There's there's a lot to remember here. <laughs> it does have that I, I like that Seinfeld's whole thing is they always they're concerned about the things that aren't like going to jail his main concern is that he'd have to wear heavy denim like it's like it's like he, he slops he thinks of the plate. most like, just, mon- mundane yeah, thing of the like, day that's not that anyone else and well and then you know what else happens in jail you better talk to her <laughs> <laughs> he's but really yeah. made the scenario out in his head he's visualized their future yeah <laughs> that's good um, uh, yeah, well, I'm ready to do some giddy-ups. All right, you go first. Hit me with the giddy-ups. I'm going to go 4.5. Four point, was it less or did it increase as we spoke about it? Did you know going in? I would have said 4, so I'm giving it a point five now. Because, I mean, some of the, like, the banter is funny. It's just the whole premise of this episode I, I don't care for. I don't like it. I'm so glad that Larry stood his ground and, and didn't want to do this. I'm going to second that. As far as Larry standing his ground and they didn't go forward with the relationship, I like that they neatly tucked it away like you brought up in, in season three where they refer to it, but it's not a big thing. But I will give this episode a 7.5. I like 7. it. 7.5. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I like I like this episode. There's a lot of the stuff in there that just it, – it, it aged well with the show. It's what makes the show what you can go to and be like, this is what Seinfeld did. Like the conversations that they had was very Seinfeld-esque. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I like. Uh, I was recently watching the uh, finale, which I hadn't seen in a while. Which um, I actually like more than most, most people. But there's when they talk about bringing back Jerry, the show, and they're talking to the new NBC uh, president, Richard Kimbrough, and he goes, "You know uh, that thing with uh, Jerry and Elaine? I'd like to see them get together." And George goes, uh, "You know, it's not really a relationship show." And then the president goes, "Or we could just not do the show altogether." And he goes, "Yeah, let's get them together." <laughs> it's kind of like a nice. It's it's almost like a callback to this. Yeah, it is. It is, and I think the way that you uh, explained to me how how in the next episode there are elements that you could still make it past that they are a thing. Because does Jerry have a girlfriend from now until they go for the pen? Is there a girlfriend in the next upcoming episodes or a boyfriend for Elaine? No, I don't think so, because the next episodes are, um, 
We got the the baby shower, which is his George, Jerry story is about the cable guy, the Russian yeah. cable guy or whatever. He does get yelled at by a girl he went on a date with before. Remember Mary Cantardi, who he said he'd call her and he never called her back. Okay. George is going. George is going to uh, confront Leslie about the chocolate on his shirt, and instead he ends up being a pussy. And then Mary Cantardi uses the opportunity to confront Jerry and liar. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Yes. You were yes. never gonna call me. But that's not, <laughs> no, he doesn't have another girlfriend. That's just a girl that. And then there's the Chinese restaurant, which there's no love interest in that, other than George is talking about Tatiana. And then there's the bus boy, which I, what's George, Jerry's story in the bus boy? Is Jerry? I don't think he really has a story. It's like they go out to eat, and then it's all about George Kramer and and then Elaine with the guy from Seattle. They don't. I don't think Jerry actually does anything. With the guy from Seattle, there's no reference. Is it just a friend? Oh I yeah, okay. We'll find out. Get, no, no, no. It's a it's a guy from. Yeah. No. So I guess at that point they're not they're not together. They don't really they moved on. Yeah. yeah they, She's got a guy staying with her. I think his name is uh, Eddie from uh, where is he from? Yakima? No, Seattle. <laughs> so I mean, that's Gary doing like a passive aggressive comment. Like, uh, where is he from? Yakima. Yeah, but he still like he lends her the keys of the car so that she can drive him to the airport. <sighs> yeah, okay. By by the bus boy, there's no way that they could be together if she's got another guy staying with her. Yeah. This definitely felt like it was supposed to be the season finale, because the bus boy doesn't. No, the bus boy just kind of fizzles out. Like, yeah, the bus boy feels like it would have followed the heart attack episode. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. Two weird ones, back to back. Anywho, I liked it. I'm happy that. Uh, I think they should have. I I do think they should have ended the season this way, and then in the next season, just been like, we tried, didn't work. Moving on. It yeah, it definitely good. feels like that should have been the last episode that they aired. But, I mean, who cares? No, it was good. They made it work. I like it. Uh, up next is the, the – I like the baby shower. I'm looking forward to that one. It started, we're, we're starting to turn a corner where, where the episodes – other than the bus boy, I have to rewatch it. But, yeah, we're getting to that sweet spot. It's just around the corner. I can't hear you, Shane. Your mic is muted. Nope. Uh oh. Can't hear you. Did you unplug? Don't worry. You there you go. Me. I can hear no. you now. Um, yeah, like the rest of the season, I don't care for other than the Chinese restaurant, which is the best episode of season two. Okay. All right. Like we got. Like, yeah. What, what did we say we have left? We got the baby the, shower. Baby shower, which I do not. There's some stuff in there that's good. I don't some like good stuff. I like the baby shower. Chinese restaurant, then busboy, and then we're done season two. And then right season the three, even the weaker episodes of season three are better Ooh. than season two. Oh, we're going to laugh. We're going to laugh. Speaking of laugh, uh, I saw that Shane Gillis has a new stand-up on Netflix. Can't wait yeah. to watch that. Is it, is it good? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm a huge Shane Gillis fan right now. I've been watching so much stuff with him, uh, listening to his podcast and best of it. He, he's great. He's hilarious. He's just a he's naturally funny yeah. guy. He can't yeah. help but be funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of those guys that if he was your if he was my friend, I'd want him to make fun of me constantly because I would just laugh. 
at everything. He seems he like an awesome dude to just hang out with. He like drinks a ton. He was on Joe Rogan and he drank like sixteen beers or something like that. Yeah, he's got. But he's he like a, a, he's a big dude too. Yeah, total total. Uh, like, yeah, we saw him last year. And I'm assuming a lot of the special is probably the material we saw and we saw him back in March. But I'm I'm excited for it. I, I think he's hilarious. Yeah, I can't wait. Uncancelled. Uh, they tried to cancel on me. Couldn't do I it. I love it. It's coming around. Things are coming around, hopefully. And people are going to vote with their dollar. And the quality of work is what's going to matter. There's that hopefully. clip online where they're talking. He's got people yelling out things. And he, someone says, make jokes about Italians. And he goes, Italians are the last ones you can be openly racist to. He's like, he's like one day you're not going to be able to make Italian jokes. He's like, they're the last ones. He's like, I was the last one with Chinese people. He's like, and then they canceled me and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Oh, oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, I hope that that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, until next time, uh, we will we will chat. Hope everybody enjoys the show. Be sure to rate, subscribe, give us your two cents. Hopefully, everyone's having a good time. There's been a couple folks that I saw at the con. They're like, I like what you and Shane are doing. So yeah. they think it's its own separate Hopefully podcast. Listening to this, I was like, I don't think anyone listens to Sam from anything. <laughs> Ah, who knows? Who cares? We're having a good I'll time. To email, it. email us some, uh, I don't know, some comments about Seinfeld or something. Or you think where we think we're wrong or something. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Give us some feedback, guys. Let's talk Give Seinfeld. <laughs> talk Feld with Shane. It's his favorite thing to do. He'll automatically love you. And he doesn't love much. No. We'll, uh, we'll have like a <laughs> mailbag. We'll have uh, Newman's mailbag or something like that. That's a good, that's a good one. Okay. David Berkowitz's mailbag. I like it. Good stuff. The, yeah. Mailbag. Okay. Uh, everybody, hope you enjoyed the show. Shane, we'll be back soon. Two weeks, we'll have another one. Getting close to season three. Bye, everybody. Later.